Hey, everybody. Welcome to the BSN Rams podcast presented by Canyon Bakehouse. Before we jump into the show, I want to tell you about the delicious, certified gluten-free breads, bagels, English muffins, and other baked goods that are made right here in Johnstown, Colorado. Canyon Bakehouse's gluten, dairy, nut, and soy-free products make it easy for families to enjoy the taste and texture of fresh bread so everyone can love bread again. Find them at any major grocery store in the freezer or fresh bread aisle, or purchase online and visit canyonglutenfree.com to grab a coupon. On the high screen, Dorian kicked to the corner, Feirano for three. It's good with the foul! And back to throw is the quarterback, and Hayward is sacked by Joey Porter. Page takes it in, scores. J.D. Stevens lets it go, and there's your touchdown. Michael Gallup. Got it down low. Hornung. Dunk! And here come the students. Leading by 10. Here's Van Pelt. He's at the 5. Touchdown, Colorado State. Welcome back to another edition of the BSN Rams podcast presented by Canyon Bakehouse. As always, I am your host, Justin Michael. Unfortunately, recording this podcast for uh, not-so-stellar reasons, Mike Bobo confirmed after Tuesday's practice that Colin Hill did, in fact, tear his ACL against Arkansas for the third time in his career. He will be out for the rest of the season. Sounds like he's not going to have surgery right away. They're going to kind of go forward and evaluate what to do, what's the best path to to, to move forward. They're going to determine all that. And uh, obviously, we just we wish him well. Um, I don't think I've ever... I don't think I've ever been this disappointed by news that I've had to cover of all the athletes that... I've been able to, you know, just kind of be around and, and establish some rapport with and a reputation, just a relationship with um, Colin Hill. Is he's as polite and as respectable as any athlete that I've ever been around, and I just have a lot of admiration for him. One is a football player. I think he's a phenomenal athlete, and I think he has NFL potential. But more importantly than that, I think he's genuinely just a great kid. Like Bobo talked about yesterday, how like they came back Sunday morning. I mean, at that point, he knew he knew it was tour Saturday night based on what Bobo told us Tuesday. They obviously had to do the MRI and find out for sure. But I think it's, I mean, he's a guy that had had it happen twice, so I'm sure he he knew what it felt like, and I'm I'm sure he knew then. But Sunday morning, they're back in Fort Collins, and and right next to Mike Bobo is is Colin Hill in church, and I think that's. That just kind of speaks to the kind of person Colin Hill is. He has had a frustrating 
an incredibly frustrating college career, just so much potential that has been impacted by these injuries. But even through all of it, he is, he stayed true to the person that he is and he has stayed committed and just his vision for the kind of man that he wants to be, the kind of student, the kind of just the all around guy that, that he wants to be. And it's, it's a lot bigger than football. I think that it's just really important to, to recognize how special Colin Hill really is. And it just sucks, man. This, there's really no other way to put it. This, this sucks. I was really, really looking forward to seeing what he was going to be able to do in conference play. I think he was really starting to, to find stride and just find a rhythm and often good God, I'm frustrated. I'm getting tongue tied, just disappointed from the news today, but I think he was really finding his stride within the offense. I think you were seeing him start to feel comfortable. That's another thing Mike Bobo talked about, really a, a heartbreaking story that, that Bobo talked about today. And that's just that, you know, not that long before the Arkansas game, I think he said a couple of days before the Arkansas game, Colin Hill told Mike Bobo that he finally felt like he wasn't thinking about the knee out there. And of course, you know, not not that long after that this happens and and it wrecks another season so i'm really i'm really just wishing colin well i beyond football i don't know what he's going to decide to do i mean the way bobo talked today it, it kind of seemed like i mean he didn't really say anything but i'm just saying like based on his tone when talking about figuring out the the future course of action it seems like Colin at this point is not interested in giving up football, but you know, you never know. I think this rehab process is just so absolutely brutal that I don't think anyone could blame him if he decided to give it up. And if he did, you know, that, that would be disappointing that, that after everything he's been through, this is only as far as he ended up making it as far as his playing days go. But I'm not worried about him being successful in life. That's for sure. I mean, Colin Hill has got that figured out. He's, he's more mature than I am, I think. So I think, uh, I think Colin Hill will, will be successful in whatever he chooses to do. If he ends up deciding to go through this rehab process, which he's, he certainly perfected it. I mean, he came back in like four months last time, which is freaking incredible I mean really just says a lot about his work ethic I don't know if you could expect that kind of recovery time for a third time nor would you need it he's already out for the season I mean pretty much just get him healthy for next summer if he wants to play hopefully if that were the case then you know you apply for a medical hardship he's already he's already redshirted but you could get a medical hardship and then he would likely still have two years of eligibility left I don't foresee the NCAA denying that though you never know with the with the wild organization that is the NCAA man that's 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 kind of a a tongue twister NCAA really got to enunciate that one or it kind of blends together there but uh yeah just really unfortunate I'm gonna play some audio from Mike Bobo talking about Colin Hill today and then after that we're gonna talk about just kind of what to expect moving forward as far as the offense goes, what we should expect against Toledo this weekend, and, and what we need to see from both Justice McCoy 
and Patrick O'Brien. It's time to take a second and acknowledge Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of BSN Denver. Breckenridge is the original Colorado beer established in 1990 in Breckenridge, Colorado. You've probably heard of their delicious vanilla porter, their oatmeal stout, and most people's personal favorite, the world-famous Avalanche, which is their classic American amber ale. But they just released a new beer called Strawberry Sky that you guys are going to love. For you beer enthusiasts out there, they are calling this a light-hearted Kolsch ale. But for those of you that have no idea what that means, this is that light, delicious summer beer that you've been looking for. So look for Strawberry Sky at your local liquor store or any other Breckenridge beer. And make sure you also look out for the Breckenridge event calendar on bsndenver.com. We just launched it, and you'll be able to see all of the events we have planned where we'll be drinking Breck beers at all of them. So RSVP and have a good time. Welcome back to the BSN Rams podcast presented by Canyon Bakehouse. Sorry for not getting that Mike Bobo audio on there. Had some technical issues, but I'll definitely get all of those quotes in some of the articles that I write over on the website. And if you're not a subscriber, there's a there's a reason to because I'm a better writer than I am a podcaster, which is a, a joke, but not not entirely untrue. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what really matters with with this process with Colin Hill going down is that. It, it just disrupts what you can do offensively. You're going to have to bring in another guy and establish timing. You have to, you have to figure out who that guy is first and foremost. I guess that's, that's the biggest thing. You have to determine whether it's Patrick O'Brien or Justice McCoy that ends up taking over. Personally, I think Justice McCoy is a little bit more accurate between the sticks. I think Patrick O'Brien has a bigger arm, probably throws a better deep ball. Both of these guys, fairly athletic, can move if they have to, but it will be interesting. Bobo did kind of imply yesterday that he will probably play both quarterbacks at some point against Toledo. Patrick O'Brien is going to be, assumingly, the number one guy. He's been running with the ones. Bobo said he hasn't actually told Patrick O'Brien that he is the starting quarterback, so he hasn't really made that determination yet, but it, it makes sense just given on you know, what they just what they just what they decided to do against Arkansas and bring him in in the fourth quarter rather than Justice McCoy. A little bit surprising just considering Justice McCoy has been in the program for so long. He's been loyal to Bobo. I kind of felt like he was going to get that chance. You know, I asked him today, just like point blank, has it been frustrating for you to not be the guy, especially, you know, on Saturday, he's, he's been the backup. He's been a part of multiple quarterback competitions. And then when that happens, it kind of indicates, well, you're not actually the number two, you know, you're the number three. And he, uh, he, he did admit that it was frustrating to him that it wasn't him that they chose, but he didn't do it in like a boo hoo, poor me kind of way. He didn't appear to be angry. I think that was just a, a candid answer, which I appreciate, but he did, he did explain how close he is with Colin Hill and how, and Patrick O'Brien, I mean, all three of those guys have, have pretty solid relationships. I think the quarterback room is in a pretty good position under Ronnie Letson. So, I mean, yeah, I, I was glad that, that he gave the honest answer. If he would have, if he would have just been like, you know, uh, it's, it's coach's call and I don't really have a say in it. That would have been like, yes, but I can't say it. He was honest though. And, and I appreciate that in him. And if Patrick O'Brien does struggle, I think Bobo will be I think he'll be quick to go to Justice McCoy. I mean, we've seen in the past Bobo has no problem 
pulling a quarterback maybe even too quickly sometimes. Last year's quarterback carousel was really confusing, and it was also kind of confusing back in 2016 when you had Colin and Nick and Fatone all kind of battling for that starting role, though Fatone never really, he never really was a true, you know, he never really, I mean, he was in the mix, but like we all saw what happened when when Fatone Bauta ran the offense. No offense to him or anything like that. He was a, he was a really good dude, and, and I actually enjoyed it, interviewing him a lot, and now he seems to be enjoying his new role as a as a tight ends quality control guy, you know, for, for CSU. So good for him. Anyways, yeah, I got, I kind of lost my train of thought there, started going on a tangent. That happens on these podcasts. They are unscripted after all. It's just me kind of giving you what's happening on a daily basis. But this quarterback competition, man, it's really going to shake up the rest of the season. I think if Patrick comes out and looks great against Toledo, that would be ideal because one, this is, I mean, this is an, it's a must win game for CSU. I'm going to kind of really go in depth on this in an article I'm working on right now. I'm actually really excited to, to release it. I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything like that, but I do think CSU fans will enjoy it a lot. It just kind of breaks down why exactly this Toledo game is so important you know, I'll give you a little bit of a hint. It, if the Rams want to reach the postseason, obviously they do. The biggest, this is one of the biggest games of the entire season. They they can't lose to Toledo under any circumstance. And that's kind of, that's kind of frustrating because if you're, at least if you're a Ram fan, because Toledo is as good, if not better than Arkansas. I think honestly, this is, they're a better overall football team than Arkansas is. They have a ton of talent at the skill positions, two really competent running backs. Their quarterback moves around a lot. He's really hard to bring down. And uh, yeah, now CSU gets to go into this game trying to determine who their new starter is going to be. And that's uh, that's not a good place to be, especially since CSU is already 1-2 and two on the year. Don't want to go into to conference play sitting at 1-3 because that... that first conference game at Utah State going to be pretty tough that's that's probably a loss you're going against Jordan Love one of the best quarterbacks in the in the country certainly in the conference I think that's a game where if you have Colin Hill you you honestly probably feel pretty good about it I mean Utah State has great athletes but CSU always seems to play pretty tough in Logan even in losing efforts the games are are always competitive so Maybe, you know, maybe they, they go out and they compete and find a way to steal a win. Who knows? Prove me wrong. That'd be great. But first things first, got to focus on Toledo. Got to find a way to get a victory. Both of the quarterbacks, they, they said the right things today. You know, they talked about how much they're thinking about Colin Hill, how it, it sucks to to get a chance to play under these circumstances. Obviously, they're excited to play, but wish that it would happen under different circumstances. And that's human. That makes sense. I do think Patrick O'Brien kind of feels that he's the starter at this point. Just watching him next to Justice McCoy, how they responded to the answers, it was just, it, it. I get the impression that Patrick O'Brien feels very confident that this starting role is his, not only for this game, but moving forward, personally, I think we shall see. I've said all along, I think Justice McCoy is would be my choice for the backup, but 
we really haven't gotten to watch these guys play a ton of meaningful football. So honestly, that's just what I'm making these opinions on is it's based on very limited action and practice. So maybe when it goes to to 11 on 11s, Patrick O'Brien has been a lot better and that's why he's getting this chance. But I am interested to see them both. I think it makes this game against Toledo fairly intriguing. I mean, it, it was already an interesting game if you're a football fan, but not a lot of people probably super stoked about Toledo on paper just because, you know, it's Toledo, Idaho, not the not the sexiest of opponents, but as I've said, they're a, a very talented football team and they could put a put a hurtin' on the Rams if CSU struggles offensively. We know the we know the defense hasn't been great, so at this point I mean I don't think you can go into this game expecting the defense to show out. Maybe they'll prove everyone wrong. We haven't seen it really yet, though, not against a quality opponent. They dominated Western Illinois, a really, really bad FCS team. So I just don't think that teaches us a whole lot. It was good to see. I'm not trying to dismiss it. It's, I mean, the production you got was still valid. It was good to see the defensive line, particularly Toby McBride and Ellison Hubbard, have great days. But we got to see more of that moving forward. McBride didn't play against Arkansas not sure if they'll have them against Toledo but yeah they're they're really going to need the defense to show up this weekend and give these quarterbacks a little bit of a break because you know even though they've they've been in the system this is gonna, just going to be a a completely different animal for whoever ends up taking the majority of the snaps I do think probably ends up being Patrick O'Brien so you know for the for the sake of this conversation we'll say it's O'Brien you know, if you can get a couple of stops, maybe a, I don't know, a special teams touchdown, something like that. Some We've been talking about it for weeks. It hasn't happened. Maybe it finally will. I don't know what is up with CSU and the Broncos, but it feels like their defense just can't seem to force turnovers, at least in the early portion of the season. And it would be really big if they could do so this weekend because I think you can't expect Patrick O'Brien to come out and and execute the offense the same way that Colin Hill did. He was as veteran as it gets between his injuries, his redshirt season, and gray shirting. He'd been on campus a really long time. That's just that kind of experience is rare in college football, and and neither O'Brien nor McCoy comes close to that. O'Brien has, I mean, the one thing I will give him is because he had to learn multiple systems at Nebraska, then come in and learn this offense. I think that probably gives him an edge in being able to adjust quickly, kind of learn on the fly, and maybe that's why it ultimately was him against Arkansas last weekend, but going to be a really big game. We're going to talk about it a lot moving forward. I know this podcast was a little bit of a a rant. I kind of had to do it last minute after practice tonight in a more ideal world. We would have gotten this news this morning. That would have given me more time to put this together, but... Luckily, we have three more days to talk about this before the the Toledo game, and we will certainly have plenty of content leading up to Ag Day. As always, I appreciate everyone that subscribes. We're going to have a ton of great written content. You know, as I, I joked about earlier, I'm a better writer than I am podcaster, but we really do have a lot of cool written content. We're going we're gonna to get even cooler moving forward. So I hope you guys like what we're doing. Please, uh, you know, send us your thoughts, your comments, comment on stuff. Let's, let's build this whole community up. But 
For now, we're just uh, sending all of our best wishes to Colin Hill, his family. Hopefully, uh, hopefully his spirits are high. Know that he's going through a tough time, but everyone in Ram Country is certainly thinking of him. All right, have a great night, guys.